Welcome to the Splinters Podcast from the team on the bench. Community Radio's leading no-holds-barred Friday night sports show. Available online and replayed on Triple H 100.1 FM. Now, here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. And welcome to Splinters, the Bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download on podcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. This is Anthony the Bull Caruso coming to you from the DY studios on what has been an amazing 12 months for women's cricket, culminating in the amazing scenes at the Women's T20 World Cup final at the MCG. The fastest growing women's team sport in the world is now at the forefront of people's hearts and minds. Tonight, we will wrap up the strongest women's club competition in the world, New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket. Now, to do that, we need a gun lineup, and we have picked up some absolute superstars to play in this in this podcast tonight and to keep us at a cracking rate. Now, to start off, we welcome one of our young guns in Triple H Sports and our rep, one of our two representatives from University's Women's Cricket Club. It's the pocket rocket herself, Zoe Benjamin. Good evening to you. Good evening. Uh, oh, I almost just called you Tony. I'm so sorry. Anthony. <laughs> good evening, Anthony. Oh, force of habit, I tell you what. Um, and good evening, everyone. It's good to be back. Now, what what a year it's been. As I go through, everyone, I want to get your thoughts on the last 12 months because obviously we've seen women's cricket building, building, building. This The last 12 months is when it's really started to show that it can stand on its own two feet. Your thoughts first off. Yeah, I mean, we, talk, we talked about this briefly when we were talking about the – the amazing build-up to the the women's T20 World Cup, as we talked about, and and what a final game that was, and just how that's shown how far the the game has grown in the last few years, and particularly in the last two years with, you know, the women's Big Bash standing alone, and you know the record-breaking crowd at the final, um, and I think it's showing in a lot of the the advertising and promoting that we're doing for the game at the moment, and um. It, it deserves the spotlight it's getting, finally. Next, we've got our uh, one of our other young guns who's joined the regular broadcasting team, the vice president of the University Women's Cricket Club, a rock of their second grade team, Georgia Lomas for Taran. Good evening to you. Good evening, Anthony, and thank you for having me once again. And hello Abs- to everybody listening. Absolutely. Your thoughts on the last 12 months? The last 12 months have been incredibly hard for, for, you know, trying to get games on the park with, you know, bushfires and then rain and what can I say, the great toilet paper panic. Uh, but no, it's it's definitely come along. We're, we're climbing up the ladder of, of most popular sports and it's great to see women getting involved in a sport that was generally known as a male-dominated sport. Now... We do have a debutante joining us on the show tonight. Very excited for this one here, ladies. One of the youngest players to take part in the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket first grade T20 final at North Sydney Oval, the one, the match that we called. Um, she became the first woman to play for a Sydney Shires cricket club in any competition. She played in Warringah's squad in the Metropolitan Cup during the course of the season. She's a crafty all-rounder from, uh, from our local club at Northern District. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the debutante for tonight, Shivani Mita. Good evening to you. Good evening, Anthony. It's great to be here. And um, good evening to everyone listening in. So, 
uh, same question to yourself. I guess not only from a uh, a holistic view of women's cricket, but then of your own personal uh, achievement, making that final and also becoming um, the first girl to play in a Sydney Shires cricket club team. Yeah, so it's great to see how um, women's cricket is evolving and not only just women's cricket, but women's sport. And yeah, the final was a great, um, great opportunity to be part of, even though we lost, it showed that um, women play some great cricket on the park. And also being a part of um, the Shires competition, um, it's a great experience to develop my skills. And yeah, it's a great opportunity. Now, Zoe, I have to tell you, I, I was uh, on hand to see Shivani's debut. I was playing on the ground next to her um, at the time. Yeah, of course I was, just, you know, just casually <laughs> lurking around. Um, and I have to say, a very classy 65 on debut. Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me. She's a great young talent coming through our competitions and um, definitely someone to keep your eye on coming through the, that strong youth at um, Northern Districts over there. They're a, they're a team on the rise um, that will continue to build. Um, it's uh, such a shame we didn't get to see uh, limited overs finals this year because um, it would have been a, a really, really good finals matchup. But, uh, yeah, definitely a great young talent. Now, we will go through the three grades um, comprising of separate sections for the limited overs and the T20 competitions tonight. And we'll talk about the likelihood of expansion of the competition in future years. Um, we'll also discuss, one of the things I do want to discuss as well is a potential changing of the format for New South Wales Premier Cricket to two-day matches on consecutive Sundays. Something to just have a think about there. Um We'll also talk about the Brewers' Shield and the new under-15s competition. And if we have time, we will be doing Drop and Give Me 20 with Shivani. So with that, let's pat up and let's get into it. This is Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. And of course, we do it all here for Magpies Waitara, the action attraction of the North Shore. So at the start of the 2019 uh, to 20 season, we had predictions made from our team uh, from the start of the season. We had uh, predictions from from our guests of the show, which was uh, myself, uh, Jake Aquilina, Jess Kay, Heidi Cheadle, and of course, the Sultan himself, Tony Dozen. So, Zoe, I'll come to you first off. What were those predictions? So, there were three teams that kept coming up in, in those predictions, that being Gordon, uh, Campbelltown, and Northern Districts. Um, the fourth side was a bit of a split. So Tony and Jess had Parramatta, um, whereas Anthony, Jacob and Heidi went with universities. Um, (laughs) yeah, really, really interesting predictions there, actually. Very, very interesting. The top four for it uh, became more interesting. So obviously, the, at the start of the season, we got we start off with the first grade T20 competition. Universities um, finishing on top of the ladder on 24 points ahead of Parramatta, Northern District and Sydney. Um, and then in the first grade limited overs, Sydney finishing on top ahead of Penrith, Universities and Northern District. So the first hit for everyone was, was Northern District really making both competitions. And Shivani... Uh, it was it was really a breakthrough season for for Northern Districts making the top four for both competitions and indeed the final of the first grade T20. Yeah, it was great to be a part of. Considering we have such a young team compared to all the other teams, it was um, great that all our hard work paid off and 
um, it showed in where we placed in both the limited overs and the T20. Zoe, um, no surprise, universities uh, really smashing at home in the T20 competition and not not beaten by far in the limited overs competition either. Uh, probably a tad unlucky given the missed matches due to the bushfires. Yeah, look, um, both competitions were really, really tight, um, particularly the limited overs. Um, you know, as we discussed during the season a number of times on the bench, um, you had the top five were just chopping and changing every week. You could be sitting in second spot and suddenly find yourself down in fifth the next week. And then suddenly you're back up into third. Like it, it was, it was crazy. Um, you had lots of teams that were in really, really good form. And it was, it was literally, it was get there on the day and play your top cricket. If you wanted to, to go all the way in this competition, which is just, you know, end to end stuff. It was really, really exciting cricket. Now, um, Georgia, there was one very close call. And I have to say, this team, who were premiers a couple of years ago, unlucky to miss out on the finals. Yeah, that close call was Campbelltown. And, I mean, they they did so well throughout the season. They were a force to be reckoned with. They had some great games. Unfortunately, they had a couple of losses too. But they did really well. I was I was really surprised. But, um, no, it's, it's a shame to see some teams miss out because of natural causes such as bushfires and, and rain. But, um, no, they, they played really well. They should be very proud of themselves. And, and you know, it's, it's, a scary, it's a scary thought to think that Raby wasn't that far from the, the bushfire line, front line either. Oh, I was at one of the games. I think it was Campbelltown, Camden against universities, and the smoke was horrendous. It was, it was pretty bad out there. It was quite obvious that there were fires nearby as well. So it was fair enough that the game was called off, but it's just such a shame that we had to see it get called off in the first place. Now, the hit for Heidi... Jacob and and myself uh, was universities um, universities making the finals and I just had the feeling that there was there was such a strong quality of players still co- we we felt coming through um, universities uh, that it was going to be it was going to hold up especially with the likes of um, not only the two girls that we've got here today but uh, also with Olivia Porter and Stella Campbell within the bowling lineup but Beth Beth Heath. The surprise, the little surprise package. Yeah, she's a very special talent, Bess, um, and scary to think that um, she is a better rugby player than she is a, a cricketer, apparently, <laughs> which is a terrifying <laughs> thought considering what a fantastic cricketer she is. Um, we were very, very lucky to have her and Sophie come into the come into the side this year, and they were very valuable, um, you know, players in the team. Um, really gave us a lot of balance with both our bowling and, and our batting attacks. Um, and she was just one of those players that um, she showed up in that, in that big game in the final um, and uh, deserved the, the man of the match um, for her performance as well. For the next one, we're going to go to Shivani here because uh, obviously this team being neighbours, but the miss for everyone, um, Gordon having a very disappointing T20 campaign, a tad unlucky to miss out on the finals for the limited overs, but Shivani, your, your neighbours from down the Pacific Highway, um, not living up to the success they'd had from the last couple of years. Yeah, um, it was surprising that they didn't make the final, but I'm sure if they um, got the chance to be in it, they would have given um, 
the um their opposing team a good run for their money like they've shown in the past that they're a team to be reckoned with and yeah I just think they got unlucky I mean Georgia one of the big things they've had to contend with is now in particular is life after Lisa Stalaker Mm, definitely and I mean this season Charlotte Annaveld has announced her retirement too so what's next season going to bring that's gonna hurt Ooh, losing Charlotte Annabelle. Big time. Annabelle. Big time. So. Her, herself, herself and Heidi and um, Saskia Hall, Sass Hornley there are uh, such, like, that, that. those three as a leadership group in that team are really what consistently pushes them for finals. So that's going to be a big, big loss for them. And and when you look at their and, and, and it unfortunately has to be said that when you look at their second grade lineup and the emergence of Manly coming through second grade, it doesn't bode well for where Gordon is going to sit within first grade over the next couple of years. They're going to have to do some recruiting, I think, to, yeah, and, and look at look at pulling pulling players, um, trying to attract players to the club, um, which for, for a team like Gordon, you would think they, they'd have a good success rate at doing. But um, a couple yeah, of surprises, it'll be interesting. A couple of surprises. Um, Penrith really struggled in the T20 competition, but geez, they came alive in the limited overs comp. Yeah, I think, I think one of the biggest things for Penrith was, um, I think when they had their stars there, they were a side that was really, really hard to beat. But um, when, when they had those stars out um, playing women's BBL or playing, you know, women's NCL um, and have having representative duties, um, I think they just lacked those regular senior players, um, you know, I think a team like a, a, if you look at Sydney, when they had representative players out, they still have a core playing senior group there to, to get them through those games. And I think that's just what Penrith is building, but lacking at the moment. Now let's, let's go through the top 10 tables and uh, no surprise that, um, Naomi Stallenberg uh, topping the batting um, aggregates, but Shivani um, Annika Leroyd coming in second with 371 runs, and I believe one of them being a monster century against Bankstown. Yeah, she had a she had a solid season, um, scoring many half centuries, and that century against Bankstown was just amazing. It was great to watch. There was actually um, two centuries that day from Northern Districts. So we piled on um, many runs. But, yeah, Annika, she's a good one to look at for coming through the ranks as, yeah, she's proven herself in um, the limited overs. Well, I've got that, I've got that score card in front of me. It was uh, 50 overs. After 50 overs, three for 335. As you mentioned, Annika Leroy, 145 not out. And the other one, Georgia Dignam uh, for 115. What an innings that that would have been as well. So uh, brilliant performance there. And then, as we mentioned before, Bess Heath, Erica James for University, 311 and 300 runs, respectively. Um, Olivia Porter as well, 285. A, a very um, a very solid season for her. Uh, in with a clump of players, which included Kate Barry, Samantha Arnold, Heidi Cheadle, um, all around that 280 mark. So very much a big clump of players together, um, Georgia, for the runs. Yeah, definitely. It's great to see the young guns performing as well. 
uh, I mean, they're the next generation of cricketers. So it's great to see them coming through the ranks, putting on the runs and, and you know, giving everyone a run for their money too. It's awesome. We then go to the bowling and um, Zoe, no surprise you mentioned, Charlotte Annavald, um topping the charts in her last season with 23 wickets ahead of Zohar Siddiqui and Alia Shandal. Yeah, look, some really class bowlers in um in that bowling aggregates lineup, and um, yeah, well deserved for Charlotte Annabelle. She had a, another great season. Um, we we gifted her a nice five for in our in our last game against them, um, which I'm sure she lapped up um and would have been would have been good for her. But she uh she was just hard to play. Her bowling really suited a lot of the pitches that were that were being presented to us, and um, she took. You know, she took her opportunities when she was given the ball. A very reliable bowler. We then um, we then look at the likes of um, Samantha Devlin, Jacqueline Vickery from St George Sutherland, um, and then Abby Abby Taylor Shivani uh, with a handy 14 wickets. Um, but one thing obviously noted from that was the, I guess, almost as if Abby was on her own with the with the bowling. Yeah, she was one of our key bowlers. A very consistent off spinner, and yeah, she did take a bulk of the wickets, and we relied heavily on her. But she did the job and got us the wickets at the end of the day. So hats off to her with a handy 14 wickets in the season. And, and then in the first grade um, T20, obviously as we mentioned, um, Bess Heath absolutely destroying the competition with 179, closely followed by um, Annika um, Annika Leroyd. Uh, and in the bowling, very close together. But um, Stella Campbell, what a difference she makes to to your lineup having her available, Zoe. Yeah, absolutely. She's just um, intimidating is a is a good word for it. Um, she's a bowler that a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't want to face, and um, she has that fear factor. And uh, the other thing is she can bloody bowl. <laughs> she can hit the stumps, so that's always that always helps. Um, has, she's always she a been... big in. Has she has she been measured in terms of her her raw pace? Do you know how fast she does bowl at? Uh, she definitely cracks well over one ten, I'm pretty sure. But um, okay. uh, I can't can't give you a, a definite definite clocking on that one, unfortunately. So decent, decent. De- yeah, decent. Yeah. We'll then go on to um to we'll then go on to second grade, and I can see the um obviously the the ladder in the end taken out. By um, by Parramatta and in Georgia, it was it ended up being the surprise in the limited overs competition that it was down to Parramatta and Manly right to the end of the season, especially considering the run that they had in that um, limited overs competition. Yeah, Parramatta look always a strong team. You always look forward to playing them because you know you're going to get a quality game. Manly Warringah, they they quite they were quite surprising. I'm not going to lie. You um, they came from having one team in third grade the season before to having a second grade team. But no, it's fantastic to see them getting in and, you know, and taking a week at scoring runs and being up at the top of the table. It's fantastic. And then no surprise in the second grade T20 competition that was dominated by St. George Sutherland and, um, and Gordon um, in, the, in that competition. But St. George Sutherland have always been very strong in the, in the um, second grade uh, competition have been for some time. Oh, they are. They, they're they very strong uh, T20 side as, as well as limited overs as well. Uh, they're fantastic with pull shots and, and cut shots and, you know, just scoring runs and rotating the strike. So, no, they're, they're fantastic and they know how to handle the pressure too. 
So we're going through the top t- the top ten, and there's there's one name that really stuck out for me straight away, and I think this is going to um, this is going to raise the eyebrow of a of a few people was Kelsey Miller scoring 672 runs. What, hang on, with the second being I I'm I'm fairly safe to assume is her sister Rebecca Miller with 282. Someone mm-hmm. please explain to me how someone tops the charts by 390 runs. I don't know. I really don't know. I've said it before and I've said it again. Kelsey is amazing and you know deserves a run in first grade, but she's she's fantastic and just to watch her bat is absolutely amazing. It is mesmerizing. Just the way she times the ball, the way she makes contact and just flies. It's it's scary cuz you know my hands have been in, in between the ball and um, a few times, but no, she's fantastic to watch the bat and, you know, just the way she goes about it. She has such a positive mindset. It's fantastic. We then go um, to Shivani for two of your teammates um, who got, who did get some uh, very solid runs this year, Catherine Wong and Caitlin Galliano with 245 and 241 respectively. Yeah, those are, that's amazing effort from them. And they showed that they're, um, very, they're really reliable players for NDs. Um, and Catherine being the captain, leading by example there. And also Caitlin, um, she's played a game, one game for first grade and she stepped up. So it's really good to see them performing really well in second grade. And then again, Elsa Hunter for Parramatta with uh, 238. And I'm going to speak to this one here because she's the one that has really come out of the blue for this. Is a is a, a girl who's actually the same, who's actually the same age as myself. I have to admit, is Christy Crawford for Manly Warringah. Two years ago, was a softballer, played her first ever season of cricket. Uh, the previous season in third grade topped the batting charts for them. They've made the step up to second grade, and she's topped the batting charts um, again. Um, she's a, she's just an incredible athlete, even at her, um, at her age. Um, and you may not, well, actually Zoe and Georgia might even know her from around the traps in NPL football, um, because she is a uh, leading member of Manly United's, um, squad. Yeah, she's a, she's a very talented lady. I'll tell you that. And, um, those transferable skills, I tell you what they do, they do you well. Um, she, uh, is just able to 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 transfer a lot of the a lot of those skills between different sports and um and pick things up really easily. Um, she's just a natural athlete, one of those natural athletes. Um, and uh, it would be amazing to see where she progresses in the the Premier Cricket competition. We then go to the bowling aggregate, dominated by Cassandra McDonoghue uh, from Campbelltown Camden, backed up by Megan Clark. With 25 and 18 wickets respectively for the uh, for the ghosts, Georgia. Yeah, I know I have some experience against these two. Uh, firstly, Clark got me out uh, in our last game against Campbelltown Camden. You're not uh, salty but... or anything, though, are you? No, 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 not no. <laughs> she's, she's a lovely, she's a lovely lady. Fantastic effort. Um, but no, I mean Cassandra is so fast, and to pick the ball, it's got so much swing on it as well. I was sweating at the crease. It was terrifying. She has pace. She has precision. And, oh, she's she's got a very big career ahead of her. Um, then coming through, Caitlin Drinkwater, Kelsey Miller, um, Alice Whelan, uh, Chloe Butler, uh, Jessica Galliano, the um, the sister. I'm I'm assuming Shivani, the sister of Caitlin, getting 13 wickets. 
Yeah, they're sisters. Um, the Galliano sisters are doing well, aren't they? Absolutely. Then Manly's triumvirate of, uh, of bowlers, Robin Medley, Christy Crawford and Sienna James. Um, in the second grade, T20, we'll just go through these um, very quickly. Jade Errington, topping the batting charts with 197 runs, followed by Kelsey Miller, Talia Dunn, Eloise Williams and Kate Leah. While in the bowling, it was Jacqueline Vickery, Jenny Flanagan, Jessica Langford, Abby Burrows and Sienna James. But there was one thing I did want to raise in particular, and I'm going to throw this to both Shivani and to uh, Georgia was the mid-season transfer from Northern Districts to Manly Warringah and a, and a, and a very um, a very interesting one to talk about here. Michaelia Churik was a part of Northern Districts' first grade team in the T20 final and almost in her very next game was playing for Manly in second grade. Hmm. Uh, might be because we lost. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What you're saying if, if you guys won she would have stayed? Yeah, maybe. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh Michaela, if you're listening in <laughs> Some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's she's and another one who's got uh, does have quite a bit of um talent, so but um, again, we're just starting. You're starting to see the growth of that second grade competition, and some of the players obviously going to be aiming up for first grade. So um, fascinating to watch that and to see where that's going to progress next. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have just about to reach drinks here. When we come back, we'll be talking third grade. A quick mention of the Brewers Shield and the under 15s competition, and then I think we will have time for Shivani Mita to drop and give us 20. This is Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at all good podcast sites. Uh, We are going to be right back after this. Welcome back to Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at all good podcast websites. Of course, we do this all for Magpies Waitara, the action attraction of the North Shore. Georgia, you, you've probably been down to um, Magpies Waitara a couple of times. Great place to uh, to go and go and eat and drink when, uh, when there's no um, social distancing going on. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic food. And of course, there's booze. So I mean, what could be better? And they put on a fantastic, um, you know, spread when when the uh, you know, soccer World Cup and any form of World Cup is on. It's fantastic. It's a great atmosphere. When you can get down there, of course. Yeah, of course. Not when I'm stuck yeah. at home. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, I hope everyone's practicing their um, their social distancing, and uh, that there's no, um, you know, you don't end up with some angry with some angry dealings with backpackers. So uh, there's my my political <laughs> fine. Yeah, that's not a fine, is it? There are fines at the moment. Yeah, there are some massive fines if you're breaking any social distancing laws. It's up mm. to a up to eleven thousand dollars or six months Ooh. jail time. Oh joy! Just, just in case anyone didn't know. <laughs> if you've been living, <laughs> living under a rock. Just in case you're uninformed. Yes. <laughs> let's Follow let's you. go. Let's get straight back into it. We're going to be going into the re- continuing the review of the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket Competition. We're going to move on to third grade, uh, starting off with the limited overs competition, which was won 
by um, St. George Sutherland, um, easily winning over Gordon, Bankstown and Manly Warringah. Now, uh, George, I think you, you mentioned you played a couple of games in, in third grade as well, mm-hmm. along with um, Erica James. And this is a competition, um, a lot of girls just, you know, getting their feet wet in the competition. It's played on a Saturday on AstroTurf pitches, but it gives them an opportunity to sort of get themselves set for the, the fiercer competition that lies ahead in second grade. Absolutely. I mean, just because it's third grade doesn't mean they, they can't play cricket. Some of those girls are absolutely terrifying to play against. But, I mean, it's great. It's great. It's a great atmosphere. It's fantastic to get out and about with the girls. And, you know, and it's a bit of fun and games as well, cracking jokes. But, of course, we're playing the sport we love. We're playing cricket. So it's absolutely fantastic. Let's get let's get straight through it. Um... First off for the limited overs competition, uh, topped by Jessica Allen from Gordon with 300 runs. Um, Chloe Butler, uh, Stephanie Gillett are very close behind. Uh, Kristen Dorsch from Gordon, 248. Um, Kirsten Wraith. Actually, there we go. Kirsten Wraith from Universities with 238. Yep. Must skip. Must skip. Love her to death. Um, no, Kirsten's fantastic, and I mean, she's she's always been fantastic with the bat since uh, coming over from Northwest Sydney. Uh, but she re- she really picked up this year, and you know, we we saw it with her batting. She would stay out there. She would open the batting at times as well. Fantastic skipper. You know, listens to her team, listens to everybody, asks for input. But no, really, really stepped up, and it's really shown this year. And then, of course, uh, Nikita Poor from Gordon, Christy Crawford filling in a couple of games. Jessica Henry, the president of the Gordon Mighty Reds, getting 201 runs. Natalie Guyet from uh, Manly with 195, and Danielle Moyes from Bankstown. In the bowling, uh, Kristen Dorsch from Gordon with 18 wickets. Very close then after that with Lisa McIntyre, Chloe Butler, Jade Pollock, and uh, Lisa Jones. Uh, if we then go to the T20 competition, St. George Sutherland again, and Georgia, really no surprise, and George Sutherland dominating the competition. No, I mean, year in and year out, they're very strong. They're lovely ladies to play against, you know, keen for a feed at the pub afterwards. They're fantastic. Um, and, I mean, they're, they're just so strong. If anyone has a way to get them out, please let me know. Uh, universities would greatly appreciate it. But, no, they're, they're fantastic. And, I mean, just their shots are so technique. Their technique is amazing. Their shots are textbook. It's, it's awesome. Well, you'd probably have nightmares then of a couple of the players with the bat. Ealing Wong with 143 runs and uh, Felicia Fernando with 96 runs. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I, I get many sleepless nights thinking about the uh, you know, the semi-final that didn't quite happen, was called after the first innings. But, yeah, hats off to them. They're, they're a fantastic team and they show us that each season as well. Now, we'll go to a, a competition that um, a lot of people probably aren't that aware of, but obviously very critical in terms of the development. And I think you girls may have competed in this and at some point is the Brewer Shield. Now, yeah, uh, this year, um, this year the competition was taken out by Sydney with a round to spare over Gordon by five points. St. George Sutherland finishing third and further five points back and just ahead of Northern District, a win clear of both Manly Warringah and um, Parramatta, but the Sydney Tigers uh, really showing their strength in the in the junior rankings. Yeah, absolutely. They've got a lot of youth coming through um, in their junior ranks um, that'll strengthen up their second grade sides as well in the in the future and possibly their 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 first grade sides eventually. Um, the Brewer Shield has always been a, a great way of identifying young talent, and um, yeah, Sydney's definitely not short of it. 
Well, going through the competition, dominated the bat by Kinja Kumari with 309 runs. Then Samira Dimelio from Sydney with 274. Olivia Maxwell, 230. First one to mention, Zoe in Georgia, Frankie Nicklin with 220 runs. Yeah, she's yeah. a special player. She she really is. She's a she's a great young talent and a little leader as well. Someone that um I know her teammates look up to and um admire and um yeah definitely a player to watch for the future and someone I'm keen to to play some more cricket with as she comes through the ranks. She's great kid, great kid. Absolutely. Ella Briscoe with 197. Lauren Kua with from Gordon with 186. Eva Rag from Sydney with 179. Kate Pell and Pooja Dhananajay from Parramatta. And uh, I've got to mention this one as well, Shivani. Sienna Eve with 151 runs. Yeah, she's a um, great little batter. She's actually a great little all-rounder coming through the ranks. She's improved a lot over the years. And um, she showed that she's a force to be reckoned with in the Brewer Shield. And you'll see more of her coming up. Yeah. We then we then go through the bowling aggregate dominated. Um, well, actually, I shouldn't say dominated so much. It was actually quite close with Laura Metry on 11 wickets, followed by Lauren Cora and Grace Bryson Smith with nine wickets each. Um, first player of note to mention for us, uh, Eliza Thompson Shivani. Yeah, she's um, eight wickets in the season. It's a um, great effort in um, the bowling aggregate, and um, uh, she's um, shown that she's um, – wait, can she's I start gonna... again? <laughs> yeah, go I ahead because do... we can cut that out and we can okay. cut it I out. I don't Ah, fair enough. Okay, we'll just skip Sorry. that part. So Keith, just, Keith can just cut that part out, so we'll just move that through. Um, that's okay. Carrying on from there – and continue. We then go down to uh, a couple of players from Manly. Um, Abby Melville, um, her brother, Ollie, Ollie Melville, who we've uh, affectionately named Tennis Ball after her un- after his uncle, Chris Melville, who was um, very aptly named Beach Ball. So, um, so Beach, yeah, if you're listening. Yeah, some real good ones there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tennis Ball, believe me, Tennis Ball perfectly describes him. So, um, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Frankie Nicklin with seven wickets again, as we mentioned. Kate Salmon with uh, with seven. We come to the new competition, um, the under 15s. First time this has ever been run within New South Wales Premier Cricket, because of course this is normally run by the DCA competition, mm. dominated by uh, by Penrith with 53.8 points and a whopping 15 points clear. Uh, the rest of the pack headed up by Manly Warringah, uh, surprisingly, with Mossman and Bankstown also finishing in head of the front, the top four. No prospects of finals, always going to go straight to the, uh, the the competition here. But one of the things, obviously, that, that's going to be a challenge for universities that we've seen over the last couple of uh, years is um, not so much maybe with Broad Shield, but certainly when you, with the under-15s, the challenge of getting players through those ranks and then up into the uh, the main club. Yeah, finding um finding feeder clubs um clubs like a Marrickville or a or a St Pat's or um you know those real junior clubs and um finding and identifying girls who are are ready for that next step um is always a challenge and probably something that is still developing quite a bit in the women's game. But um this competition is only gonna only gonna help that in my opinion. I think um that separation between you know the girls in Brewer Shield who are, you know, 
they have had rep squad and New South Wales development programs like they're starting to get identified and pushing up into those higher grades to so to separate that younger age group for the girls who are who are getting their first taste besides Molly Dive or Margaret Peet in cricket um, at representative grade cricket um, and what that's like um, is, is only going to be healthy for, for promoting more and more younger talent to, to join into our clubs. And um, I think that's probably something a few clubs will struggle with while this competition is getting underway. But um as it progresses and as the game continues to grow at the rate it is, um, I think I think it will become easier for a lot of clubs. Well, Georgia, I mean, you've got in the in the catchment for universities, you do have a couple of those um, inner west clubs, although you might be competing a little bit with them um, with Sydney to get those players. But then you've got a couple of, uh, of fairly big clubs these days now, and the likes of Balmain, South Sydney, and then all the way down really towards. Um, the Randwick Petersham, and I guess you could say the Eastern Suburbs catchment as well. Mm, we definitely do. And um, as a member of the committee myself, we've been looking into uh, like Easts and all, and those areas to get players. But I mean, as a university's club, it is quite tough to find players. Um, our main goal is to find kids who are interested in maybe studying a tertiary education, as that is a bit of a um, a bit of a you know, reeled in into the into the uh, university and then also sport. But I mean, you know, un- our committee is putting their heads together. We're coming up with new ways. So you know, we'll just have to see what the future holds at this point. Absolutely. Well, just to mention a couple of the other um, awards that came through. So first off. The club championship won by St. George Sutherland by just 11 points over Gordon. So the Slayers winning it um, once again and a very tight pack after that, including um, Bankstown, Northern Districts and Sydney. So Shivani, very um, impressive performance by Northern Districts in the um, in the club championship. Yeah, um, just coming in after um, Parramatta and Slayers, it's a good effort um, considering, as I said before, we're a young team and um, some of us are new to first grade, so, yeah. We then have the highest individual score. No surprise here, Georgia. Kelsey Miller with uh, 100 and her un- unbeaten 161 against St. George Sutherland in round two. Yeah, Kelsey's fantastic. I mean, my only claim to fame is I got her out for two runs in the first game. Uh, but, I mean, when you look past that, her scores just got higher and higher and higher. So, I mean... She's a fantastic cricketer, and yeah, she she is an amazing talent, and yeah, I just wish I could bat as as amazing as her sometime in the future, and you know, we'll see if that happens. I hope so. The next one is a um, is a very Zoe in this competition, Naomi Stallenberg, an unbeaten 160 against Sydney. They would have felt the wrath of yeah, she- the Sydney Thunder star. Absolutely. She was welcome back, wasn't she? And um, like we talked about earlier, just, um, you know, when pa- uh, Penrith got those, those stars back, um, they definitely did the job um, and uh, a, a well-deserved um, performance from her. And as we mentioned, obviously, Shivani, um, Annika Leroy, we've mentioned a couple of times, her unbeaten 145 is Bankstown coming in third. The best bowling figures in the competition, There's a few six-wicket hauls, but the one that stood out was in first grade, Zoe, Zoe, Sophie Martland taking seven for 17 in a match-winning performance against St. George Sutherland. Yeah, she was just on an absolute roll. She just 
hit hit that that purple patch where she just it just clicked for her in that game and um they just couldn't play her um it's a really fantastic performance and probably a career highlight for her and um uh gonna be hard for her to beat in on on coming years but i'm sure she's got the talent to do so one hat trick one hat trick in all of new south wales women's premier cricket georgia and it was Campbelltown Camden's Elizabeth Tillack against Bax, against Bankstown in the T20 competition in round six. Yeah, Elizabeth is a fantastic cricketer. I've watched her um, through, as I've been playing throughout the seasons in women's cricket. And she's a fantastic bowler. She's definitely got the talent. Yeah, I can't see why that can't be a double hat-trick or a triple hat-trick in the future. So, great job. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and in particular the ladies we have here on the panel... It comes to that time where a rite of passage that we have in Triple H Sports, where a debutante goes through the what we what some people would say is is the gauntlet, the true highlight of their sporting career. Forget playing at North Sydney Oval, forget playing at the SCG in terms of cricket. This is where this is where it really happens, isn't that right, Zoe? Yeah, it, it, it's the it's the big stuff now. Now you know you're in for the long haul. Absolutely. <laughs> Shivani Mita, are you ready to drop and give us 20? I hope so. <laughs> right, well, let's get things let's get things started, and we're going to start off with uh, question number one: Your original cricket home club? Linfield Cricket Club. You're a Linfield girl. Yep. <laughs> so playing down at um played at at Linfield Oval itself or at Akron? Um, mostly at um, Tryon. Oh, the yeah. one behind, um, the one yeah. behind Linfield Oval. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the boys up until under, up until I was under 12s or something. Jeez, they're yeah. going to be dirty that you, that you left for Warringah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first I went to Northern Districts and then yeah. I went, yeah. Zoe, <laughs> I think you've got question number two. Yes. Who is your hometown hero? Elise Perry, she's from where, um, pretty much where I'm from. So, yeah, not, not only in terms one. of where you live, but also for school, if I remember yep. rightly. That's right. So, Zoe, so we've got a PLC here. <laughs> you know, yeah. my university tutor actually taught Elise Perry in PE. She really? loves to say, yeah, she loves to say that. We're like, okay, cool. Claim cool. to fame. Yeah, wow. that's her, that's her claim. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's she's a special talent, isn't she? It's a pretty pretty easy yeah. pick for a lot. Yeah, look, but let's face it. This is Elise Perry. Her PE teacher probably got schooled by Elise Perry at some point. <laughs> probably, yeah, true that. <laughs> Georgie, I think you got question number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was your first competition half century? Um, I was twelve, and I was playing in the um, New South Wales Under Fifteen State Challenge. And today I'll never forget. Timely, <laughs> <laughs> very timely. Who, who was that against? It was I was playing for um they split like um New South um Wales Metro into Sixes and Thunder and then Country into Country Sixes and Thunder. So I was yep. playing for um, Metro Sixes. Fantastic. Your most memorable on field moment. Oh would have to be when I scored my first century for NDs against Sydney. Oh, wow. Okay. What was the score? 
Uh, it was 120 not out. Oh, lovely. Oh, <laughs> not out. Not out. Not out. Not out. Don't you love a splash of red ink after that? (laughs) (laughs) Zoe, you got the next one. Uh, What is your most embarrassing on-field moment? Okay, so my first game for um, Warringah Shire, I opened the batting and it was about 20 overs in and um, there was lots of clapping and then the other team started clapping for me and everyone thought I reached 50. So I raised my bat and it turns out I was only on like 40 odd. And <laughs> <laughs> this was my first game moment there. But it turns out that I did end up making 65 in the end. So it wasn't that bad, but it was very embarrassing. Now, <laughs> my first game with the boys. So I, I think we've got our first person to throw under the bus here with this because I do know that I do know your captain at the time, Carl Pimble, very well. So, Carl, if you're listening, there's a reason you're not an accountant, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, uh, I think that's worthy of being was, thrown he under. He was the bus. umpiring at the time, Carl. He was umpiring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is an opportunity for you to throw him under the bus, and you didn't do it, you know? Carl is the kind of person you want to throw under the bus. Georgia. Back in the team. (laughs) Fair point. Question number six. All right, so who did you grow up supporting? So what clubs, what sports? Um, I grew up supporting Liverpool in the EPL, and... Still massive, avid Liverpool supporters. It's a shame they couldn't finish off the season, you know, as the Invincibles. But mm-hmm. um, still, in my eyes, they are the Invincibles. Yeah, He's suddenly well, become my best friend. Oh, <laughs> guys, no. Oh, God, have I got three Liverpool supporters here? I'm. St- no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, who do you support? You support? Manu. Oh, yuck. Oh, yuck. No, honestly. That's terrible. So- <laughs> Honestly, why do, why am I here with two Liverhampton supporters? <laughs> no? Just remember who just remember who sold you half those players. Mm, next question. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's, your, what's your claim to fame off the field? Um, so whoever's played with me knows that I write original raps about my teammates. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Do you reckon you could give us a little sneak peek into one? Do you do you have it memorized? Um, I have I have a classic, but I don't know. It's it's only for those people who really play with me. You know, they get an insight into my rapping life. So, <laughs> gotta keep no. that one. Gotta keep that one to myself. I like that. Got a I bit like of a sh- shiv dog going here. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Shiv Dog, I like that. Cop that, cop, cop, cop that, Snoop Dog. <laughs> um, Zoe, I think you got question number eight. Yep. Uh, choose three sports stars to have dinner with, and why would you have dinner with them? I would have dinner with Usain Bolt, um, Lionel Messi, and Serena Williams because um, they are known to be the best in their respective sports, and I think it'd be a pretty good dinner with them. Yeah, yeah, that's decent. fair. That's decent. Georgia. All right. Which sport do you think the world could do without and why? I would have to say horse racing because 
It's just animal cruelty. Oh, that's so true, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to all those um, horse riders, but yeah. I'd... That's a first. That's a first one there. That's that's not a bad um. That's not a bad selection there. And goodbye so... Melbourne Cup. <laughs> yeah, goodbye Melbourne Cup. <laughs> so, what do you think is the big issue facing sports today, in particular cricket? I think um the biggest issue um like to me is women not being paid equally to men. But this is changing for many sports, which is great, and I think this will no longer be an issue um, in the upcoming years. I think to be, and I think to be fair to the administrators of the game, cricket's well past that now. It may not be necessarily completely equal play, but it's certain pay, but it's certainly more than enough when you get to the elite level that you can make yeah. a very comfortable living off it now. Yeah, so. we've come a long way, and now like um, people actually, women um, play cricket for um, a living and. They don't need to have alternative jobs on top of that as well. Zoe, question 11. How do you kill your time during the off-season? I like to um, keep my fitness up playing other sports like AFL, soccer, touch footy and indoor cricket. And obviously I still train hard for the cricket season. Yeah, very fair. Your football club just... Your football club, just very quickly, because you might end up playing against Georgia at some point. <laughs> yeah, so um, for the past eight years, I've been with Northern Tigers, NPL, um, NPL one, and but this is the first season that I've given up playing rep soccer to focus more on cricket. Hmm. I am a former Northern Tigers goalkeeper, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. Question number 12. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest influence on your sporting career? I'd say the um, person who's been the biggest influence um, would be Elise Perry because, um, as um, we mentioned before, she went to my old school and um, I've met her quite a few times and she's inspired me to keep getting better at playing cricket. Can you inspire her to come back to New South Wales? I'll try. Next time I see, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, tell just tell her the 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 V that that navy blue and white V just doesn't suit her. It yeah. looks like a huge arrow. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, Shivani, your pre and post match rituals. Yeah. So um, before the match for NDs, we like to warm up playing. Um, with the vortex or Ted ball, it's great, great way to get everyone moving. And post match ritual is ice baths. Oh, <laughs> see that's Ooh. that's the time I need to retire when I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, painful. <laughs> Very painful. So, so you've got one of the best questions. Yeah, I, I'm excited about this one. Um, your biggest pest in your sport in your sporting career? Flies when I'm batting. No, nah, no, nah, I reckon I reckon pick a teammate. No, no, this is a this is an under the bus moment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Um, oh, I might cop some after this, but I'd have to say Alicia Bates. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Do it. Why? Um, Why? You just. 
she eats all your food when, like, <laughs> when you're on back, she just eats all your food. So when you come back, you've got no food left. I think you should call her the crow. <laughs> or the seagull. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. She's a lovely person. <laughs> That food, food food's the priority. Yeah. Oh, that fast that metabolism, is, damn it. That is that is one of the best. That's one of the best yeah. under the bus moments. That's brilliant. <laughs> Georgia, question fifteen. Can that be backed up? Uh, what is the funniest moment involving a teammate? Oh, I'd have to say playing with the Warringah boys. Some of um the sledges that come out of their mouth are hilarious. Um, for example. Okay, there's this one boy, he's, his um trademark sledge is Vegemite in the freezer. Oh, my God, Nino Morrison. Nino, yes, Nino. <laughs> Vegemite in the freezer. <laughs> and, um, I've tried to incorporate it into some of my sledges back at the women's, but it, doesn't, it just doesn't have the same effect. It only works when Nino says it. <laughs> Sledging isn't a women's thing. I remember saying something and everyone looked Ooh. at me like I was an alien. I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, this was second grade. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell him you said that. That's brilliant. Because I've had to. I've had to put up with the exact same stuff playing in a couple of games with Nino, and even the batsmen are looking at him and going, "What on earth are you talking about?" <laughs> Teammates are looking at him going, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> it was the game I took five wickets against Epping and I dead set record half of the, every one of those wickets is because the, the batsmen are more concentrating on him trying to work out what the hell he means by Vegemite in the freezer. Exactly, it works. <laughs> it works for some reason. I want to bring this into third grade when we play St. George Sutherland. I think this <laughs> might rattle them. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... Which which teammates, Shivani, have had the best and worst chat or banter? Nina. Molly Godsell. (laughs) (laughs) She has the worst chat because half of the time you just don't know what she's saying. But then at the same time, I would have to say she has the best chat because you just don't know what she's saying. And her chat gets wickets. You know, I 100% back that. She's 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 inter- she's an interesting character behind the stumps. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's a it's an experience. It's an experience batting when she's behind the stumps. Yeah. I love Genu- the keeper who talks to me. That's fantastic. <laughs> Genuine rare unit. Yeah, Gen- she's just she's just like I don't even know how to explain it. She's just she just kind of talks a bit of nonsense, but like. It's just to distract you, and, like, you know that it's to distract you, but also you can't help getting distracted by it because you're just like, what? Yeah, Can I just say, the best thing I've ever asked is, do, do a dogs get appendicitis? And <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to have walked away at that point, just going, God. Yeah, the master just looked at me, and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who is your best... And worst teammate on the circuit? Very important question, this. Okay, Annika Learoyd is my best teammate because she scores all, all the runs, but then she's also the worst teammate because she scores all the runs and no one else gets a chance to bat. Now, I'm going I'm I'm to make a point on this as well because with Shivani being 
clearly being under 18. She's probably not aware <laughs> completely of the circuit. So I'm I'm quite prepared to let that one go through to the keeper at this point. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, number, question 18, Georgia. Who is your biggest rival? So this can be friendly or it could just be bad blood as well. Um, so in NDs, our team is split between um, New South Wales country girls and city girls. So um, and I'm obviously um, a city girl. So there's a massive rivalry between um, the city and country girls, and um, this is a rivalry that's been going on. Um, it's got a long history, and there's a lot of bad blood between us. I like that. Oh, I like this. Interclub rivals. I know. I like where this is going. Um, which team have you always hated and why? So when playing for Linfield, the team that everyone hated was Mosman. Just no yeah. one likes mm-hmm. Mosman. They've got this, yeah. like, just just everything about Mosman no one likes. And they're... Uh, they're Always our arch enemies. I, I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. very fair. So, um, speaking of which, Hayden Brown, if you're listening in, nice to nice to hear from you, mate. Um, I, I love that you didn't pick a team from the women's competition. <laughs> I, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Too there many might be a few bounces coming in. <laughs> oh. I mean, I've got I've got my one I've got my one from the Shires competition. It's actually not far from you, Shivani. You could probably guess who it is as well. Who? Roseville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then again, I am a marksman down there. So, um, Zoe, you get to finish it off. Yes. Um. So finally, which sport personality would you nominate to next drop and give us twenty? I would like to see um, amazing batter for Andy's Annika, Annika Leroyd. Um, give it a go. You know what? Good call. Well, you know what? We are going to have to make that happen. Yeah, Annika it's, Leroyd, it's got it now. Been, yeah, Annika Leroyd, you have been called out. So, yeah. Please respond. Yeah. <laughs> so, or just come give us 20. Don't yeah. have to bother saying yeah. yes or no. Just, just come. What's that new challenge, C10, do 10, tag 10? Oh, I'm, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit, a bit, bit salty about that. Had to, <laughs> had to, had to give my go at that. And, uh, yeah, not, not about that life. Oh boy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is Stumps here on a brilliant episode of, of Splinters to finish off the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket. I want to thank our guests tonight, our our regular panellists, Zoe Benjamin and Georgia lomas Futeran. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure as always. Thank you for having me. And thank you to our special guest tonight. What a pleasure it has had been to have her on the show. Shivani Mita, well done and congratulations on a great season. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Oh, absolutely. We we look forward to uh, uh, we look forward to having Annika Leroyd thrown under the bus here next time we do drop and give me twenty. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is full time here on Splinters the Bench podcast on Triple H one hundred point one FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Of course, we've done it all for Magpies Waitara, the action attraction of the North Shore. We hope to see you again real soon. 